0: pleasure i am hillary ontario canada and i'm theresa in the beautiful warm island of
1: Barbados.
0: don't need to rub it you. in our faces
1: thank <laughs> <Yes>. you
0: but <laughs> so you saying that mm-hmm.
1: let me say this to you well i'll leave that for your whining about okay yeah. well hot tea with pleasure to really <laughs> keep it raw and real don't forget to click on links rss youtube tiktok and just click on links subscribe Instagram like, don't forget Instagram share. now tell your, tell your friends about it oh yes and our Instagram mm-hmm. live remember we go on our Instagram live at 7 10 minutes before the hour so you can join us here to get a little snippets of what we are about to do on our show come on over come on in to our YouTube channel and let's talk about any topic you want to talk about just drop us a link almost and any problem some fun. <laughs> <laughs> so let's say what you are whining about. My whining about, I like a lot of homemade items. And I found DIYs. this lady- she,
0: Sorry? DIYs?
1: <laughs> yes, DIYs. Okay. But I don't have to do the DIY. I found oh. this lady, she's going to do the DIY with me. She's going to make it homemade pasta. Okay. I like what type of pasta I want. If I want my pasta to be spinach pasta, Mm -hmm. if i want to be carrot pasta and i only met her a couple of days on instagram yeah so as you can see that's my whining about i found someone that can make my pasta instead of me having to go to the supermarket i -hmm. think she does delivery as well but well
0: let you guys know i found someone pasta bees yeah i i make my own pasta too but that's not what I'm whining about. You're too far away. <laughs> <laughs> I'm worried about the fact that winter is coming and I do not want winter. They said that uh, Canada this year, Ontario, we're going to have mm-hmm. winter like the 80s. Now, any person that was in Canada in the 80s knows that winter was horrible. I mean, it would go as high as like the poles, electrical poles. So I'm hoping what? that that's not true. <laughs> and this is the person that I, I, yeah, it used to be that bad. Uh, and I was, you know, I was, I was, I'm from northern uh Canada, so it was, it was bad. So I am hoping that this is just somebody that sat in their computer and had a good day <laughs> and not the real thing. Do you
1: need
0: a so, ticket to come to Barbados? Yeah, I, that's what I got on a hot plate. I need I need some heat. <laughs> get on with the show let's go let me do the disclaimer yes again yep. yep so we're being joined tonight by sex coach dr. Patty uh, Brighton Britain um, the opinion discussions are hers and you can ask your questions and she will share her opinion it's her expert opinion uh, we will have contests coming up when you can win 20 minutes of sex coaching session or ebook and we will have more details to follow. So we welcome to the show, man, to hot tea with pleasures, Teresa. Take it yes. from there. <laughs> okay, as Hillary
1: said, our guest is Dr. Patty Brighton. She has led fifty-five SAR programs, and mm-hmm. SAR programs are sexual attitudes reassessment and reconstructing mm-hmm. training programs. Um. Over the past 10 years, she has done this in several different countries to so over 1,500 people, 1,500 people. She is an author of the only SAR training manual, which was released in Roth, Rothledge Press 2017. I pronounced that correct. Good. Um, Brighton is a national, is a national, nationally board certified Clinical sexologist and world renowned as a pioneer of the profession of sex coaching. Hmm, this should be an interesting one tonight. Yeah. She is the author of hundreds of articles, books, chapters, forewords, and five major books in sexology. A popular speaker to consumers and a seasoned professional trainer for her peers. Doctor Patti has posted over forty DVDs, programs on sexual harassment, on sexual uh, enhancement, sorry. Yeah, not harassment. (laughs) (laughs) That's another show. (laughs) Something just pop in and it might say blocked the whole thing.
2: Um,
1: There was a, yeah, five major books in sexology. Her media record speaks for itself with appearances of over 200 television shows, as a featured guest, and over 250 interviews for radio, podcasts, and media, such as, wait for it, the Cosmopolitan Men's Health and Women's Health. She's a celebrity, podcast, and popular sex health-related website. Welcome to the show,
0: Dr.
1: Yay.
0: Patty. <laughs> Thank All you right. so much. By the <laughs> way, I'm Dr.
2: Britton, not writing,
0: just so people Britain. know. Britain.
2: But it doesn't matter because most people refer to me as Dr. Patty. So um, Patty. I'm so excited to be with you tonight. This is really um, nice to going there. to be fun. I can feel it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh oh, they already started. Here they come. <laughs> Good night, baby. I yeah, have good night, Victor. Victor's already here. <laughs> We're just waiting for Rudy now. <laughs> he put up the pokey eyes. He goes. <laughs> okay. Okay, Tracy, you want to start I with questions? Know.
1: Okay, we can get on with our show. Are you ready for these questions, um, yeah. Dr. <laughs> Dr. Patty? Yeah,
2: absolutely.
1: Okay, first question. What are the most common challenges... Couples have wrong sex and intimacy, especially when it comes to long-term relationships?
2: You know, I was thinking about the answer to this question before the show, and I was going to say the most common client type that I get who are in long-term relationships are people who are sexless. They haven't had sex, some of my clients, in over five years, and yet they've been together for over 20 years.
0: Wow.
2: What I really think oh. the issue is, is people get stuck in the concept or the idea of performance Mm. instead of pleasure. Mm -hmm. I think that's the big one. And whether you're in a short-term or a long-term relationship, if you're stuck in performing for your partner, you're not here. (laughs) You're in your head. And I think that's really, in, in many ways, the dilemma that's going on in bedrooms all around the world. People are living neck up we like to call it instead of neck down they're not on their bodies right yeah Yeah. and a lot of the problem is um okay i'm going to show you what the problem is this is the problem okay (laughs) okay too much being interrupted life is interruptus is what Mm. i call it so you know sex is really about flow and if you're constantly getting a ping or a notification or a text, you know, the cord, mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it, you're not going to be present for what's happening. And you're going to be thinking about what's, what's not happening usually, mm-hmm. rather than what's really happening. So that that's really what I see as I work with couples and clients all around the world and trained professionals, as you know, uh, through sex coach, you, because my students then have clients. And they come to me for questions around how do I work with this couple? <laughs> do you find, too, that uh, it has to
0: do with uh, um, couples having the idea of what sex is supposed to look like? You know, uh, to try to make Absolutely. it. Ex- Absolutely. <laughs> 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 yeah. Trying to match that uh, other site. <laughs> you know? The,
2: well, uh, yeah. I think it's a, you know what are the neighbors doing kind of mentality mm-hmm. it, yeah. it's everybody it, they, you know everybody else is always da yeah. da da and yeah. we're never da da da, da. Right. and I have to normalize that's I like to normalize what people can expect and and I hate the word normal mm-hmm. I like to encourage my my clients to look at natural what's natural for you as mm-hmm. a couple if you've got a 3 year old and a six-month-old and you're wondering why you're not having sex four nights a week or many other scenarios then we have to look at what is doable for you let's not idealize and let's not compare ourselves i think comparing ourselves to other people is really dangerous yes (laughs) like that (laughs) word you used, sexual (laughs) I, i was laughing like 40 DVDs on sexual harassment. I've never (laughs) talked about sexual harassment, it's enhancement. That's really what I've done my entire career. I'm so sorry about that. (laughs) It It was hilarious. (laughs) Like, what did you just say? Uh, Enhancing what is, and it it really comes back to what you're saying. Yeah, let's look at what you have, you Mm -hmm. know, be grateful for what you have, and then we can build on that, right? Oh, I can't can't replace what wasn't there in the first place, yeah. So what is the number one
0: reason that couples seek out a sex coach?
2: Well, I think there's a real rise in popularity for sex coaching, which is the profession that I founded in 1993. And I was trained as a sex therapist and a sexuality educator. And personally, I didn't and professionally, I didn't (laughs) like that we had to make a diagnosis. Mm -hmm. and you know as a counselor in mental health care you make a diagnosis and then you look in the manual and you give it a label Mm -hmm. and you pathologize you've got a disease or a disorder there's something wrong or broken Mm -hmm. and I didn't want to work with clients that way I wanted it to be a positive experience where they had hope I'm like the hope giver to so many people that I work with and I think that it's so important to use a coaching framework and that's Mm -hmm. The difference between therapy and coaching—we don't look at the mental health disorders. Right. We look at where are you right now, right, and where do you want to get to? What's in the way? Yeah. And what can I give you as assignments so that you can get on with it? But you have yeah. to do—you have to do the home assignment, and exactly. that's where a lot of couples get stuck. Yes. Uh, okay. Right. Well, we have a little yeah.
0: comment in the of chat, of course, and uh, Victor says, "I try to be my own porn porn star." i love that (laughs) why not (laughs) i hey everybody have a dream
2: (laughs) as long as you're not stuck in pressure cooker land so i think that's the thing Uh, victor is that who commented i'm not reading that yeah because it's great to want i mean why not be your own porn star (laughs) everybody has that capacity but don't put pressure on yourself to have to be that right i agree
1: right Mm -hmm. okay Uh, What is the biggest misconception of sex coaching that you find yourself working against?
2: Well, because I created this profession a long time ago and Mm -hmm. I wrote the only book that's ever been published by a professional publisher, The Art of Sex Coaching. That's our textbook at Sex Coach U and lots of people have read it who aren't my students. Mm -hmm. I, I don't really get confronted with that, but my students do and I coach them how to answer that because there are people who find this idea of your sex coach as hilarious Mm -hmm. uh, as they're assuming we're having sex with clients nothing could be further from the truth and there are professionals who do have sex with clients known as surrogate therapists they're professionals who are trained and certified to do the work with a clinician at their side to help that client but they're few and far between and I think that not knowing that this is a profession is really the greatest challenge. You know, it's not, it's not a ha-ha-ha, you're a mm-hmm. coach. And it's not another flavor of the ice cream of coaching either. That's the other thing that I think I have to always qualify for people, that we're clinical sexologists. we I'm a doctor, and I work very hard to earn a PhD and a master's degree in this field. And it's serious because mm-hmm. we're talking about health. Pleasure is a part of health, mm-hmm. and we have to honor that. It's not just a, you know, an add-on. It's really essential as an ingredient in how we can be healthy and well. Right. I like to call it sexual wellness. The whole person has to be in yeah. harmony with themselves.
0: Well, this question is not is not here, but I have a question off of what you just said. Do you find yeah. that you know the North American culture, for example? Put so much commercialization and pressure on sex that we don't actually remember the pleasure of it. We tend to (laughs) be so, uh, there's a lot of stigma around (laughs) sex in itself compared to like Europe and other countries where that is
2: actually pleasure and celebrated. Do you find that that's... Absolutely, and living in the United States, I find that this is even getting worse. Mm-hmm. And the shaming, the judging, the guilt, and the the lack of acceptance of sex and sexuality. Because sex, to me, is what people do. Mm-hmm. Sexuality is who I know myself to be. How I res- how I um, respond, how I express myself. Mm-hmm. So I think that we're Puritans in this country. We just <laughs> have to honor that and. And Canada's different, you know. I mean, you had different rule, but it's still a reserved Very country, reserved. right? I mean, Barbados, mm-hmm. I don't know. I've been to the Caribbean and it's <laughs> looser. And I think in Europe, you know, the fact that you can go topless to a beach and nobody blinks an eye. Nobody's like, oh. <gasps> mm-hmm. I, I, I had an incident recently where I, I was at an event and a woman was breastfeeding. And she was so nervous That Mm -hmm. someone might like throw her out because she was breastfeeding. And I acknowledged her and I said, How beautiful it is that you feel safe enough here Mm -hmm. to be breastfeeding your infant. That's how uptight we are in North American cultures at large. We need to change that. Yeah. I
0: went into Barbados and they had the crop over it. Uh, I I think the entire Caribbean is like that, where dance is an expression of sexuality. And in other places, they see it as provocative, but it's not.
2: It has nothing to do with uh, sex. So um, I think, yeah. Well, I also think that Mm -hmm. when we talk about cultural differences, Mm -hmm. you just said something so important, which is that my perception, and I'm not an expert, but having visited the Caribbean and Mm -hmm. having staff who were from the Caribbean who were sex teachers, what I notice is that there's more being in the body. There's Mm -hmm. more like... Fluid, flowing, Mm -hmm. pleasure of living in a physical body and and just expressing that joyfully. Mm -hmm. We don't do that in North American culture. Guess where we're living? Right here in our heads. And we're like (laughs) heads on sticks. (laughs) And I spend so much time helping my clients embody how to go from appear Mm -hmm. into being fully in your body and then getting them to experience and be open to pleasure. I have people keep a pleasure diary Mm -hmm. because so many of my clients don't even know what pleasure is to them. Wow. Interesting, right? Yeah, very much. Mm -hmm. Go on, Teresa.
1: Okay. What are some of the ways to expand our understanding of pleasures beyond the pure physical aspect and embrace the emotional, mental, and spiritual dimensions? that's one part of the question you can answer that and then i'll read the other part for you. great
2: well i'm really glad you asked me that because the way that i work with my clients and how i train my students around the world is i developed a system called the mebs system the signature system and it's mind emotions body and body image and behaviors energy and spirit so when you think about that it's the whole person it's the five parts of the sexual self, not just the mind, because of course the mind is huge in what we do sexually, and our emotions, which often can enhance it or get in the way, and our body. You know, We usually think about sex as physical, right? It's a physical act, but it's so much more than that. And then energy. I love coaching my clients to notice, where's the energy in you? Mm -hmm. And where's the energy between you and your partner or partners? And then the spirit part is the essence of yourself. Mm-hmm. What's, the, what's the real you lurking inside that's just aching to come out and be liberated and ignited? Or what's that little spark that for couples, often by the time they get to me, that spark mm-hmm. is way, 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 way low if it exists at all. And that's my job is to help them reignite that spark, which is spirit. The spirit of a relationship is really the love in some ways that was there in the first place, or the lust. <laughs> <It's> not <laughs> all relationships are based on love.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: And that's okay.
0: Yeah. I'm going to read a little bit what's in the chat. Uh, we uh, Rudy's here. Hi, Rudy. Welcome to the show. Uh, so Victor says, only one position, Rudy. <laughs> and uh, then he goes, I tried them all, man.
2: <laughs> Very that's good. good. You have two st- very uh, advanced sexual people in your chat, <laughs> yeah. and trying them all. So you know, variety—it's very mm-hmm. in- important. What what mm-hmm. they're saying in the chat, because sometimes when someone is bored, many couples in long-term relationships hit boredom. That's the one one of the podcasts I've done recently called it "The Great Wall of China," and it's like we just can't move forward in this relationship because we're so bored. And variety is what stimulates the brain, dopamine in particular, to get excited, to turn you on. So trying out new positions is a fantastic way Mm -hmm. of getting excited about what you're doing alone or with a partner, not everybody has a partner. So I love hearing that.
0: Yeah, well, apparently he has another question. He has a question, I can't see his question. Uh, Nicolette, let me know. Oh, he's, oh so the question is, yeah, what is the best is position to have sex with your partner?
2: <laughs> They're all great <laughs> if they work for you. <laughs> there is I, agree. No best, I agree. There is no best. But yeah. what I'll say is for male, female, heterosexual couples, often doing doggy style. So entering her from behind in the vagina is often a preferred style Mm -hmm. because it allows the female the receiving partner to control the angle and the depth Mm -hmm. of thrusting during penetration and it's also it liberates the partner's hands so the hands can be doing something on the front of her body while Mm -hmm. your other body part is in action so i hear that a lot from my clients but you know everybody Mm -hmm. has different wants and tastes yeah and if you had pasta homemade or not every night you're gonna get really sick of pasta by night four probably so changing it up is really important yeah i was listening theresa if
1: you have your pasta wine or you can have your pasta vodka
0: that should change the mood yeah (laughs) and one more thing uh they said um uh i may know by a different name Uh, i'm not sure what he's talking about he says I agree with you on that. I just wanted a doctor answer. <laughs> so the doctor answered. Oh. <laughs> well, my pleasure. <question. laughs> there you go. So the next okay. question we have, uh, let me just make sure I am on track here. What intimacy challenges do you find couples have in relationships?
2: Well, in, you know, intimacy is a big word. And it doesn't mean necessarily sex. So sex can lead to feeling intimately connected or bonded with a partner and it cannot it can be like scratching an itch it can Mm -hmm. be stress released it can be a way for you to feel beautiful or powerful and intimacy is really in many ways risking emotionally risking being vulnerable with another person who can really see you who really knows you and and you're exposed Mm -hmm. and sex is a very vulnerable thing So sometimes I find working with couples, which is my favorite. I love working with couples more than individuals. I I find that helping them feel safe Mm -hmm. is really what they need in order to feel intimate and to let go, to just loosen up. (laughs) Like you were saying about dancing. Yeah. You know, like loosen up, lighten up. Mm -hmm. That's a lot of how to open up yourself Mm -hmm. to be able to. To really go for and experience connection. A lot yeah. of couples have sex to connect. Yeah. And the and the research still shows that a lot of cisgendered men really need sex in order to open up emotionally mm-hmm. whereas a lot of cisgendered women need to open up emotionally <laughs> to have sex. Right.
0: That's why I you think need a sex a, coach. <laughs> yeah. It's a big New uh, conception around that. They, I thought a lot of men don't realize that majority of women, they need that connection before they yeah. the cookie can come out.
2: Okay. <laughs> they need to open their heart before yep. they open their legs. There you go. Fellas. <laughs> so listen up.
1: Okay. Okay. Um... How how can couples explore and experiment with different types of touch, sensual massage or sensory experience to enhance pleasure and connection? And what
2: is your touch contorium? So um, I'm really glad you asked that question because when I work with sexless couples, what I find is that Mm -hmm. they're also touchless, they've stopped touching. And they've stopped touching because there's one terrifying thing. That happens in long-term relationships, especially when sex has kind of gone down, waned off. And that is affectionate touch. Mm -hmm. So, you know, one partner is standing at the sink doing the dishes and the other one comes in the door, goes over and like pinches that person's butt. Hey, hi, hi, honey. (laughs) And this person goes, get away from me. I'm not ready for sex. Oh, Because it's a miscommunication, Right. Mm-hmm. So touch is a form of nonverbal communication. And when I wrote the book, The Art of Sex Coaching, I wrote another book before that that has the touch continuum in it too. Mm-hmm. I, I started thinking about, okay, so how are my clients actually moving through touch in right. their relationship and where are they falling off the radar when it comes to having sexual touch, eroticism? Mm-hmm. And it begins with healing, so a lot of people feel very comfortable like, oh, oh, could you rub my neck? It's so sore, that's a healing touch. Then they can move to affectionate touch, which is, give me a hug, and often it's the tent hug, where you know one butt's here, one butt's here, but they're not touching like that. Right. This is really how we activate the nervous system into feeling close, is when we really make contact and hold it and breathe together. And then the next level is sensory. So it might be, you know, gliding a hand along the arm or, you know, putting a finger around the lip sensually with intention. Mm-hmm. Intention is a huge part of it. And then erotic touch, which is guess what? <laughs> I want to be sexual, so I'm going to start the 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 energy is going to start to flow there and then sexual, which usually involves looking at each other and the genitals or the sexual anatomy and it's like stairs that go up steps that go up but each step along the way is its own place where you can stop couples need to learn to say i want this or i don't want this right and i think that's the real problem with a lot of couples is they don't feel safe that word again Mm -hmm. to communicate their truth what's going on for you Mm -hmm. And being able to tell your partner what you want, what you desire, what's okay, what's not okay, is is also part of a healthy sexual relationship.
0: I have a question in the chat that says,
2: why does foreplay not work for every woman? (laughs) Well, it depends what you're doing. (laughs) There's no such thing as a definition of foreplay equals A, B, C, D, E. Because foreplay, it's interesting because foreplay often involves kissing, not blowing an air kiss like to your auntie, but kissing where your lips are touching and there's um, membrane exposed and tongue and mouth is not necessarily what activates everything. Okay. And it it allows you to connect, that connection again, but it also stimulates the whole sexual cascade Mm -hmm. of hormones and all of the behaviors that go on inside our bodies. So foreplay is a very important part of being sexual with a partner. Yes.
1: Okay. We have our last question and quick question because we have, our clock is counting down before our break. I know. (laughs) That That was so great. so great. You have to come back again.
2: We're we're
1: enjoying our Q&A. What are some of the ways to cultivate and maintain a healthy sexual desire for a long-term relationship? And what is the erotic
2: formula? So I'm going to be quick. So the erotic yes. formula is from a friend who is no longer alive, Jack Moran, who wrote a great book. And it's this, E for excitement equals attraction plus PO, a perceived obstacle. Wow. So I can say more about it. We don't have time. But think about what might be an obstacle. Maybe you're going out with the guys tonight and she's like, or he's like, well, you're not going to be home tonight? No, I'm going to be out. Oh, well, then I can desire you to come home. So it's really bringing in something that's in the way so that you're not doing 24-7. The two of you are looking at each other, working at home, living at home, and you're so sick of each other. You have to You have to really make it special.
0: Okay. I'm going to ask this question because this... this if I don't ask this question, I know I'm going to get a letter. Uh, so why do men not know how to navigate around the clitoris <laughs> because
2: that was a that was a mailing question <laughs> they need education <laughs> they need to there's a book called Cliterate, <laughs> like literate uh that's a very important book there have been a few really great books written around the clitoris clitoris mm-hmm. is the center of the universe of a woman's pleasure mm-hmm. so get to know it explore it ask her what feels good does this feel good if i go like that or like that and know that the clitoris is the little the little pearl, the little bud that sticks out is only a part of this huge internal structure mm-hmm. that is the clitoris inside in our abdomen. And the clitoris is absolutely the most important thing to know, recognize, and know how to play with and pleasure her. So get to know it. Okay.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much for coming Thanks. and joining us tonight. We're gonna to talk a little bit about, about your such coach you promotion. Uh, Theresa, you wanna grab that one? Yes, um, the session goes
1: to you and this is, we're gonna have a little contest with our guests and you will be, your win will be either a 20 minute session with Dr. Patty and her uh, ebook. So we're getting some more details on that and, and
0: you yep. see who will be our winner. Yeah, yep. and if, you, if someone wants to learn how to do or what to do or be a sex coach or what you should what they should do enroll at sex coach you, uh, we will put the uh, the website on our page and mm-hmm. uh, we want to thank you so much for coming and joining us. Uh, please check out her book and uh, I, all the details are going to be on our our, on our page and we mm-hmm. thank you so much. We hope you come back again and join us on Hot. I would With love pleasures. that you too we'll are be right wonderful. back Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye. -bye. Bye. We'll be right back with more hot tea with pleasures. Don't go anywhere. notes and paid attention (laughs) Um, (laughs) Victor said so uh, Rudy said Victor you pay attention and and Victor said yeah I'm taking notes he goes I say grace before meals and hope for the best (laughs) I can't and then uh, Victor said oh and turn on the GPS and Rudy said you're well mannered you were raised well and Victor said you do what? You don't have to be, be a rogue all the time. I don't know what's going on, but they having a good old conversation. Welcome back. What's the hot tea with pleasures. I am Hillary Ontario, Canada. And I'm Teresa. And I have Barbados. Welcome, yeah, welcome. Joined-
1: yeah.
0: If you just tune us, in, we are happy that yeah. Dr. Patty- yeah, Dr. Patty was here. And <laughs> if you missed her, you can check out our, you know, our recorded feed after we're finished the live stream. Um, We had some really great questions. Uh, Some of them we didn't get to, and we hope to get them Mm -hmm. next time. We'll send them over to her, and maybe she can answer those questions, and we can post them on our Instagram as well as our YouTube. So the last question we had was about the clitoris. (laughs) So let's talk about the clitoris. Teresa? (laughs) So Dr. Patty said (laughs) that men don't understand the clitoris, and I think that that is one of the main problems with it. They know that it does bring us pleasure, but not really understanding how much pleasure or how to get pleasure. Uh, where are all the ghosting people at? <laughs> what? Uh, I'm reading the uh, the chat. So um, the the uh, the the chat is actually and the views are actually pretty high tonight. Um, a lot of people are in there. So thank you so much for showing up and for you know watching us live (laughs) I'm watching the chat it's so funny Rudy and Victor (laughs) just going back and forth you know sometimes you just gotta come by and and just listen to those two go back and forth it's it's pretty hilarious Uh, so what do you know about the clitoris uh, Teresa can you hear me
1: yeah I can hear you yes um, it's the center of the vulva, basically. It's the, it's a pleasure, it's the pleasure area. It's a pleasure area for our bodies. The ones that make, that give you the highs and the lows, make your toes curl. Yes. Yeah, that's my two cents worth. You go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> that's your two cents, that's your... Two cents worth. That's, that's my two cents worth, worth. You go ahead.
0: That's it. <laughs> so as doctor. Hey, you want me to talk more? Than it? That's, that's as doctor. Uh, as doctor Patty said. It's you know. We see the small. Uh, outer piece. Uh, that you know. The, the body part. The small part. Um, is very visible. You know. From the outside. But on the inside. So much bigger. And it's so much connected nerves. Uh, to a organ that is extremely large and the centerpiece of a woman. And if you learn how to massage it the right way or to treat it the the right way, uh what is happening? <laughs> so Rudy said Victor, them going to be scared now and don't dribble. Victor says she knows she got one. Oh god, <laughs> he's talking about you. But I ask, what do you what know about that? when I when I ask, what do you know about the clitoris? Victor said, you know you have one. So, oh, <laughs> and no. uh, Rudy said, I want to hear the answer, Hillary. You want to hear her answer, Hillary? Uh oh. Oh, so he wanted to hear your answer. And Andrew said, sweet like chocolate. And Victor put up a watermelon. <laughs> okay. Oh. So men know nothing about the clitoris. <laughs> uh, so the female organ um, is capable of erection. Did you guys know that? Um, it's under sexual stimulation. And it's also, is something like a male, like a penis, right? Um, the clitoris develops, um, as does the penis. And from the genital uh, tuber, um, uh, how do I say this? I would have said it's in a nice way. <laughs> what are you trying to say? So, it's for okay. example, did you know, I'm about to kill the vibe right now, did you know that when we're all in the cell form, we're all actually female, right? And so as we develop, as this, the cell develops, it either becomes male or female. And just <laughs> face. And so if you were to take a man's Penis and dissect it, you will see a clitoris on the inside. So <laughs> the body of the clitoris. you will see a clitoris on the inside because you cut his jones off,
1: as you would say. It's <laughs> obviously the shape that is left behind. It, it, it's gonna be similar, but not that you're gonna see one on the inside. Come on now.
0: <laughs> well, you should do. You should dissect it. So the body of the body of the clitoris is suspended by a pubic bone, uh, by a short ligament, and emerges in the form of a tiny external gland at the top of the vulva, right? So it's lying over glands and skin, and is known as the clitoral hood, and the glands are, you know, they supply all the sensitive nerves and energy and endings and account for all of that sexual stimulation. Uh, (laughs) Oh God! Here they go. Um, Andrew say, "Oh yes." Victor said, "Oh boy." Andrew, you're a professional eater. Okay, <laughs> down the rabbit hole. Victor says, and mm. then they're laughing. He goes, "He is." Oh God! I okay. <laughs> I'm gonna stick to the script. So, anyways, extend it extends uh, internally from the glands, and is the shaft or body and of the clitoris is a small cylinder of two to three centimeters long that's how long it is on the inside and from the body extended the erection erectile optical um, and buds so there are buds in there as well so there's all these different sensitive things that's why the more you massage the clitoris the harder it gets and the more erected it gets right and then the long structure that one is called the uh cura. That or cura, uh which is made from a non-erectal tissue and the body of it, the buds together are shaped like a wishbone with a ladder three ish tissues forming to arm that wishbone. So yes, there's a wishbone in there. <laughs> yeah. Uh oh. Somebody deleted their <laughs> their uh, their messages with the um Okay, so then after that, so during the sexual excitement, the the buds become engorged with blood, and, they, and that's what caused the erection. This stimulation. Yeah, exactly. So, Rudy, okay, Rudy has a question for you, Teresa. Here we go. Teresa looks like she lost on the topic tonight.
2: <laughs>
0: Are you I'm on the topic? To see,
1: I'm looking to see where you're reading from. a fall follow on, on here oh okay okay <laughs> the bit we were talking about all of us are born female mm-hmm. and then
0: if you cut it off you you will see the guitarist oh that's something i watched on I, I i actually watched a, 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 a dissection happen it was mm-hmm. um you know they were i watch a lot of documentaries and whatever around sexuality and that's one they were it was a sex change and i was watching things happen so, have you ever wondered where the clit is? Um, he wants to know why you're so quiet. They want to know why you're so quiet.
1: Only one can talk at one time. So Hillary was speaking, hence I was quiet. And if you want to know where the clit is, you can go and look at your diagram. <laughs> and, and, and oh, this is so speaking <laughs> um who's the, asking why i'm so quiet victor, victor or rudy
0: uh, uh rudy rudy said you look lost on the topic and victor uh said yeah realize how quiet she is and then rudy said yeah victor i you noticed it too huh <laughs> they just giving you a hard time so exactly. the clitoris of is located at the so point the, where the, the, the liver, is. The <laughs> external the part. And (laughs) the outer lips of the the genitals of people assigned female at birth. So it meets near to the pubic bone. So most people try to play with the clitoris and they never ask the female, what does she like? And that's what Dr. Patty was saying. You have to ask your cis uh, woman, if that's between male, female, or if it's a lesbian relationship, asking the woman where... Is the more pleasurable because not every part of the clitoris is pleasurable for a woman, because you might be rubbing one side of it and that's not her sensitive side. You have to ask your woman. She masturbates. She knows exactly where to look for, and what she likes, and you know what, she, how she wants it to, how she wants to feel. Where desirable parts. Not every part of the vagina, or the clitoris, clitoris is sensitive to touch so you have to ask questions. Uh, uh-oh, they, they're telling know. me to stop talking, stop talking, so they wanna hear you
1: respond. How, they, how you can stimulate the clitoris, because everyone is mm-hmm. different and has different sexual zones and right. desires and how they are turned on. So we cannot stress and say, well, it's gonna be this way for this person. Well, that's all I was saying. I said that's why you have to going.
0: ask. That's why you have to ask your spe- right. your mate it's what's the area not- that is more sensitive to her. Yeah.
1: There's no there's no one way of simulating your your the clitoris. You need to do something. Can you expert. see the chat?
0: Sorry. You should look at the chat because I don't want to read anymore. <laughs> They are tell giving us, you a hard time, girl. Tell
1: us about cupping. Cup? Huh? So they... <laughs> about cupping.
0: Cupping. Someone talking about cupping. I think and they're... They keep saying it over and over cupping. again. Tell us about cupping. So are go on,
2: Teresa.
0: You want me to tell them about they cupping? they're
1: referring to the cuddle cupping that's in the chat.
0: Yeah.
1: I think... I'm not sure what they're referring to. So in terms of your experimenting you can see how oft, often you have sex and the areas that you touch the ones that are more stimulating for him or her in this case her um, some people introduce stuff like ice mm-hmm. some people introduce different sweeteners like honey and, <sighs> and, and 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 fruits that can be stimulating for some persons but being in the place in which you feel more comfortable that one is the most pleasurable for
0: your partner okay so coupling is like a sexual um, it's a it's a, it's a sexual um, pleasure um, it's it's a, basically it was an ancient Chinese yeah. practice of yeah. placing cups on the skin and creating suction but it it's turned into it's gained a lot of popular popularity and it's a sexual positive community intensity of sexual pleasures. Um, The benefits are incorporated in your sex life and it's a way of also helping with headaches and back pain. But that actually started out as a sexual um, pleasure for in the Asian community. So there we go.
1: (laughs) And that is part of the same um, therapy with Mm -hmm. massage. Mm -hmm. So that's why I was wondering if they were speaking to the lady in the chat, Carl
0: Coppin, mm-hmm. or if they were asking, asking the question. Okay. Yeah. We have a couple of comments in here. It says, uh, what do did... you really this... wants, wants me to answer? Well, hold on. Let's go back a, a couple because oh, there's God. a couple of lines missing there. Uh, let's start from where Rudy says, what you like, oh, Teresa. Rudy's
1: asking what I He's, like. Yeah, what do you like? Uh,
0: and then... Every woman
1: does in a different way. That's true. Every woman does. Teresa turned politician tonight. <laughs> and that's a bit close to the bone, Rudy. I agree, Andrew. I agree with you. Why is it that Rudy wants me to expose my and legs as the lady was calling it earlier on on i don't know what's
0: going on i'm lost um there's a question that rudy has in the chat rudy said she's trying to be diplomatic victor and victor said more like a uh craig okay (laughs) (laughs) and coupling is spot on okay what is wrong with these two? I don't know. There's a, do there's, you, also do erotic, there's also erotic there's also erotic coupling. You you you've heard about that one, right?
1: I think they, they like you said the coupling basically um, started as a sexual thing. Yeah. So I guess as time went on it was introduced into massage therapy.
0: I don't know if this is why the lady gave herself that name. Well, the erotic one, the erotic coupling uh, is is the same as the traditional therapy, but because they were using like glass cups to place on the skin and create a vacuum. But when you use erotic coupling, they place the cup on zones that bring blood to areas to increase sexual stimulation. So they'll put it on the nipples, on the butt, clitoris, but, the inner thighs, the breasts, this is the thing. and large cups uh, to um, intensify and sensation in those areas.
1: Yeah, when you do the cupping to the point where you see the blood comes to the surface, that is known as a sta- what they call the stagnant blood. Mm-hmm. So that's why it comes off and it looks really sticky. Mm-hmm. So a lot, of, and that kind of kind of slow you, slow you down. Mm -hmm. so that's why a lot of people do the cupping Mm -hmm. as it helps improve the circulation that we find a lot of people when they're into sports they go and get cupping before the event well
0: they talk about erotic cupping that they want on the sexual organs (laughs) and they want to bring the stimulation to that because that apparently that intensifies their the the um there's very small cups that i have
1: and I won't expose the persons that come to get cup and sun, but there there are some people that have that done. Like I said, some people do it for preparing for an event, and some people do it for
0: before they, when they have their engagement parties at the wedding night. So they want to know, what do I like? What do you mean, what do I like? Since Tessa being a don, what do you mean, what do I like? we're trying to get high ratings andrew lolol victor i'm not sure um what are you not sure you, about? i'm not sure what he means what do line? i like i don't i'm not sure i like about what what are you talking about you gotta ask me a more specific question uh so the next one uh before we're almost done here um we let's go back to the uh well when sorry let's go back to the clitoris because that's what we're also talking about tonight. And we're going to try to help men locate <laughs> uh, things and areas within the clitoris, okay? So there are parts of the vulva, again, it's located around the vagina. Um, one second, yeah, my, my pad is stuck. <sighs> okay, there we go. they also- okay, so you have the- cl- yeah, yeah. So you have the gland clitoris, is a small part of the clitoris located at the top of the vulva, and then you have the clitoris hood, which is the skin that covers the gland area. And we told you that earlier, and then you have the clitoris wrap, which is the um, utera, That's oh, the one that's wrapped around the area that allows oh, the urine to come out, right? So knowing all that and knowing how sensitive it is, there are certain things that you should not do to clitoris. <laughs> get stimulation and here are her list one slap it there's that it's it's actually pretty painful when you do something like that um i don't think people realize well i think it's similar to when men get hit in the testicles yeah don't do it it's not fun um there's a lot of nerves in there and that is actually pretty painful Uh, have you ever I don't know if it ever happened to you, Teresa. I, it happened to me when I was younger. Have you ever got hit in the vagina, like, like with a ball or something? I've gotten hit. It Maybe is like not F, fun, huh?
1: Passport. sport, were you doing hurdles? Were you doing hurdles? Hurdles? That, yeah, were you doing hurdles? That happened to me once. After you fell <laughs> and I stopped. Like you, you're last. done. So you literally have to is. take
0: a minute to take a win. Like you're like, Minute oh, Wait, I, girl, I was, on the, I was the on the floor like, oh my God.
1: Me and the PE class. Yeah. Okay. Isn't that mm. how men feel when they get hit in the testicles?
0: Yeah. Boy, no, please. We know at this age, most definitely uh, not. I, I, I'm so confused as to what they're talking about. I don't know they that, have a question for me, but I don't know what the question is because that wasn't really a question That was a statement, but anyhow but Let's happened. wrap what it up Teresa. This was a lot, lot, lot of information a lot of great information Dr Patty really came in and answered a lot of questions. We had more questions for her We'll put those questions up and hopefully have those answers from her We want to thank everyone for coming in tonight and joining us here at hot tea with pleasures. Remember to go on to uh, Instagram and like and comment you have any other questions for Dr. Patty? please feel free to add them to the list of different questions on Hot Tea With Pleasures, Instagram, TikTok, or YouTube. Teresa, what's going on for you in Barbados?
1: Nothing much is happening here. Um, school is starting next week, and what I have spoke about last week with the, what do they call it, head and head feet, to mm-hmm. get the children here graded, and you come in and get the foot massage while you wait for the children. That's a, That's been a nice hit with the parents. Yeah. So that's about it from my end.
0: And what about your end? Are you oh. back into the trucking, your studies? Well, I'm doing studies, but you know, I, I have the book coming out in December and I also want yes, to start doing the, uh, the workshops again. I'm very, very excited about uh, what's coming. And uh, also we're going to have those merchandise coming up soon. Can't wait for that to come, but uh, I can't. I'm excited about the, my book launch. It's like the end of me dealing with all this craziness and celebrating uh, my life. And I can't wait for you guys to see "F. Fat. I am Black." That talks about my autobiography of how I realized that not focusing on the external so much, but realizing that my intersectionality as a Black woman is more important than the cover. Everybody tries to see you know trying to focus on all you know weight and uh, and um, you know what society thinks you should look like and more thinking about realizing that I had something more big much bigger a bigger barrier which was my me being a black woman that is more uh, a bigger barrier than your fat you know. <laughs> But anyways, I I want to thank you guys again for joining us. Thank you so much, Rudy, uh, Victor, Andrew, uh, Baby Eiffel. There are so many people in there. Uh, I saw another person. I can't see. There's other um, people in there. But hello. big crowd tonight. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Dr. Patty, again for giving us your time. Thank you for uh, Colette for being in the chat. She's a great social media specialist. Please look check it up for her uh, her Instagram uh, page. She's up and coming. Grab her now. (laughs) Okay. Teresa, I will see you next Saturday here on Hot Tea with Pleasures. Bye. Bye. Bye, everybody. Thank you for coming.
2: Meeting the ring, you'll go out in a bag cause I sing what I mean and I bring it to the mad light Ain't got time to kill, I got time to feel. I took a red pill, I know life's short so I wanna live real But how's it supposed to feel?